So please help me welcome the lovely, the talented, the hilarious, Maeve Higgins. Hello, Maeve. Hi. How are you? I'm really good. I I didn't like recognize your voice exactly because I think I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, but like sped up by two. Like, oh, you, know, you can speed up. Do you do the? Um, it's like one one and a half speed. It's like not quite two. It's like one and a half, right? It's like a little, yeah, a little bit faster. Exactly. So when I hear people speaking at like normal speed, like one speed, uh-huh. I'm like, what's wrong with their voices? <laughs> Are they having a stroke? <laughs> yeah. No, not yet. But um, I do smell burnt toast, though. But anyway, <laughs> how have you been, Maeve? Really good. I mean, I'm not great at the heat of the summertime, right. but um, I've just been staying inside. That's good. AC. Yeah, like a vampire, oh. and just taking vitamin D tablets to like compensate for the. Um, That's for smart. Staying inside all the time. <laughs> That's pretty smart, though. I do appreciate <laughs> that. Um, so, well, speaking of podcasts, you you have one now yourself. You mm-hmm. are you are a podcastee, and it is called Mave in America. Is that correct? Yeah. Wait, isn't it a podcaster? Podcaster, sure. I guess the podcastee <laughs> would be who you're who you have on as a guest, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've been that too many times. Sure. Because every comedian has a podcast. Right. It's it's the law. They actually. Um, <laughs> it was one of the final uh, exec orders under Obama. But in a few months, that'll be out the window. This is the future liberals want every comedian with a podcast. I mean, that is kind of a nightmare. (laughs) It is a nightmare, but it's our nightmare. It's our nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes I actually like run out of podcasts to listen to, so I shouldn't complain about like how many there are. Well, funny you should mention it, because now we podcast this radio show. Yeah, I know. And it's That's called cool. Prove It Show in iTunes. That's yep. All. That's all. And then I can speed you up to like absolutely whatever speed. You can make me completely inaudible. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's your choice. <laughs> Just be like the jumbled words, like a thirty-second long jumbled version. But your Average. but your podcast is is specific and it is great and it is tackling immigration and kind of opening that up to people who may not know a lot and you yourself came to this country as an immig- as an immigrant and you talk to a lot of other people who did the same and their stories and it's a really interesting podcast you've been doing that for a little over a year now right or almost Thank a year you. yeah yeah um and there's like so many people to talk to obviously we've just done two seasons so i have like tons of people like, you know when you start something and you're like, oh, I had my dream list of immigrants that I wanted to interview. Mm-hmm. And and now there's just more and more. I think because, um, well, I live in New York, 60%, I actually need to check this path, but either 40 or 60% of people who live in New York City are, um, were not born in America, so they're immigrants. That's right. I wish I knew if it was sixty or forty percent. I should definitely know that. I would. I would wager it's sixty. I think that's that seems about right. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so yeah, I have like eleven million people left to talk to. <laughs> um, 
for those for those folks who don't know, who are some of the guests you've had on uh, in this in this first year of the, show, of the podcast? Well, I've had like um, Danelle Danelle Padilla Peralta, mm-hmm. who is a teacher at Princeton there in New Jersey, and he um, moved here from the Dominican Republic when he was four. Like, so his parents brought him here. He obviously didn't like fly, make the move on his own, and his parents brought him. Um, to I think New York, he started off in New York, and then um, he, you know, his visa status ran out, and so he became undocumented, which is a very, um, like, a very understandable thing that, that happens to kids because, like, you don't even know that you don't have papers. Like, you're just like going to school and doing your thing, and then often it's not until you're a teenager that you're you kind of like put all the pieces together that like maybe you or your whole family does not have papers. Anyway, so um, I talked to him about, like, his journey, and um, he managed to, like... He actually went to Princeton as as a college student, and then he um, studied abroad, and then he came back, and then he got married. But throughout all of this, he never had had papers. Um, He was, was, like, one of my favorite guests, and he's very funny and very clever, um, and they've had people like from all over the world, from Guinea, from um, like, well, why don't you name a country and I'll tell you if I've had a person on from that country? France. No. <laughs> um, wow, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> but you know who I really want to have on the show? Who's um, a, an amazing person who also happens to be an immigrant is French Montana. Even uh, though he's not a... He's not French. He's, um, where's he from? You know, do you know what I'm talking about, the rapper? I think so. He's super famous, Pat. I know he's not like your style of music. Well, but, um, I, I, hey, I Moroccan. like it all. I like it all. I really he, do. Almost all. You do, I like, you like trap music. Do you like trap music? He's a trap, trap music. <laughs> oh, I thought you said rap music. The trap? No, I do like rap. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, you know... I, I don't want to go into anything that seems like a risk. So if it's, if the name of the music is Trap, I'm probably hesitant. Right. And, you know. I mean, it's quite like rap, I guess. But he's mm-hmm. Moroccan, and he moved to the South Bronx when he was 13. That's cool. And he didn't speak a word of English. Like, he spoke Arabic, he spoke French. Wow. But he didn't speak. And now he's, like, um, you know, one of the world's biggest, uh, like, pop stars. Wow. Yeah. So I'd love to get him on the show, but um, I don't know how I could like convince him to be on the show. Well, do you want us to help make a, a campaign where we could maybe yes. get him? <laughs> if we can help out another show through this show, that would be a goal. That's my goal. And then I could help you get your dream guest. Who's your dream guest for your show? Oh, man. Um, we've always wanted to get David Byrne on because of my last name is Byrne. Um that's the only reason that you want to talk to him? <laughs> that's pretty much it. I, I want to see if... Um, well, see, here's the thing, because I have an uncle named David Byrne, and I kind of want to have him on the uh, phone and introduce them <laughs> to each other. That's one idea. What's your uncle? What does he do? I hope he's not, like, a composer, too, because that would be too much. He's not, but he is a, he's, a te- he's a professor at a, mm-hmm. at a university in Texas, and he is a stone fruit breeder. He actually he actually wrote the book on stone fruit breeding, like peaches and and uh, plums and different 
fruits that have pits in them, you know? Or s- wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, David Byrne. I wonder if, they, if you know, the, the famous David Byrne is a little bit jealous that, that, that he didn't write that book. I'm sure he is, because I've seen his mm-hmm. book on music, and I'm like, this is as thorough as my uncle's book, who's a professor <laughs> in Texas. But... But I, and is he is he a professor of stone fruit or is that like just his side agriculture? Thing? Yeah, he he also breeds roses, different different um, strains of roses. He's a he's a rose and stone fruit breeder. His name's David Byrne. We've actually had him on the show. One of the clips, you know, I've been I've been I'm I'm airing a, uh-huh. a bunch of clips tonight because we're we're on the eve of our third year anniversary, which is crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking a little look back. One of the clips I'm going to air later is the moment where we brought him on the live show. And I, I surprised the audience. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, David mm-hmm. Byrne. David Byrne is here. And the band played Talking <laughs> Heads. And up walks my uncle. And he's just some guy. Oh. And it was a moment. I mean, hey, I liked that. But anyways. <laughs> first, um, but you know, he just sounds like he must smell so delicious. Because like, he must just smell like peaches Ro- and roses. I know, right? It's he's every woman's dream, <laughs> as far as the smells go. <laughs> oh, and he's boy. a professor. That's cool. It is cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a cool uncle on my dad's side. But I will say this: on my mom's side, my mom is an immigrant, so I am the son of an immigrant. I didn't know that. Yeah, does that make me eligible for a podcast guest? You know, good question. What if I bring I, her? What so that bring? would mean you're like half first generation? I'm half first generation, exactly. I'm American mutt is what I like to say. <laughs> um, where did she come from? Italy? No, she came from Spain, from like um, oh. that region right above Portugal called Galicia, where they, yeah. where they all speak with that funny accent. And actually, Galicia. there's a... There's a lot of like Celtic influence too, like people playing bagpipes mm-hmm. and stuff, because it's also close to Ireland, kind of like ships would ships would go over and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, and people crazy. say like the Spanish Irish, because there's like yes. a lot of Irish people who look quite like you actually, with the dark hair. That's and what it is. Skin. Yeah, I'm actually my name. I know because you're from Ireland is is a yeah. pretty popular name in Ireland, but I am I am a fake Pat Byrne because my my dad. Uh, his my, his father, my grandfather, was adopted, so he got the name Pat oh. Byrne. But I'm not really a Byrne, and we all just were like named after each other. So like, my grandfather's uh. name is Pat Byrne, his dad was named Pat Byrne. My, you know, so like, you know, pay attention, stalkers. If you're if you if you want to grab a pen right now, <laughs> this is this is a great time to just murder my family. No, so, please don't. Wait, does your mom have? A Spanish accent, or did she move here? As oh, a child? she does. No, she does. She definitely does. And she, uh, but she came here at that age where it was like she was thirteen, so mm. it was tough. But they moved to uh, to Newark, mm-hmm. and I actually tweeted about it this this past week because um, this was the fiftieth anniversary of the Newark riots. Yeah. And um, and she, she, you know, they had been here for like three months, and that went down, and they were like, what? So, like, she was 13, my uncle and my aunt were all, like, maybe two two years underneath her, like, three and two years underneath her, and they were, like, terrified, and they were taking, and, you know, obviously, it was in July, because it was 50th anniversary this week, so they were in summer school because they didn't speak the language that well, so um, my grandparents were like, you should do the summer school to just, like, practice English, and and there was all these, like, snipers on roofs and stuff, and they were like... Yeah, and they were like, they were like, terrified, saying, "Dad, no, like, 
people like the newspaper the radio is telling us to stay home and he's like he's like i don't care what they're telling you you're going to school you know in a in a in spanish of course in spanish yeah and, and <laughs> were you gonna say in a spanish accent <laughs> yes and then they so they all huddled together and walked to school and anyway this is all this is all future episode of your podcast i'll bring my how about this i'll just bring my mom on she can, honestly that sounds like such an amazing story she, she could tell it did like her arrival did coincide with this kind of extraordinary moment in America's history. The Newark yeah. riots were deadly. Absolutely. And like, it feels like Newark still, like, still got, um, suffered some of a yes. hangover from that. Like, I've even heard about them, even though it was 50 years ago. Right, 1967. So actually, I misspoke. I think they had been here, I said three months, but no, I think it was more like a year or so. Now yeah. That I remember. Yeah, so they were here like a little while. And then... Would you say that like, in a way that your mom like, brought the trouble? with her <laughs> because I, yeah that's what it sounds like to me i want to say no. like everything was fine and then she brought a, a molotov cocktail pulled it out of her <laughs> carry-on and uh where are you where are you taking me where are you taking me let go of me these people just came in no um but in galicia yeah how would we do in galicia they have the 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 th sound and um, did she did she go back? Like, have you ever been there? Oh yeah, no, I went as a kid like a few times. Mm. Uh, I spent a, a couple, not like full summers there, but like a couple weeks there to like cool. learn my heritage and stuff. But yeah, like I I have this name that isn't really me or my heritage. Really, it's like yeah. The the thing I can ident- identify with and grab onto is my mom's kind of you know um, side because on my dad's side we don't really know too much you know mm. from his mom my grandmother we know like a little bit uh but yeah with my grandfather it's kind of up in the air and mm-hmm. I, i've actually tried to find out um but i i only went so far and kind of hit you know it was adopted yeah, in, you like, know how um you can do it seems to be like a lot of my friends here like in the state are doing those dna tests that yeah, tell you yeah. you know like the percentages and people find that like really fascinating but i asked Neil deGrasse Tyson, who you know is oh the yeah. host of Star Talk, and I work with him sometimes. And he came on my show because I wanted to talk to him about like immigration and like where Americans came from, and you know. Mm-hmm. And he was really, um, like he really drove home the point that like it's kind of arbitrary where you exactly. draw the line, yeah. You know about where you come from because I completely agree. You know everyone. Obviously started in Africa, and then he, I was like, okay, but like I know that I'm Irish, and like for generations, 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 like we didn't leave. And he was like, yeah, but before that, though. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. So he's really not into that, and he's, you know, like his grandparents moved here um, from, I think Trinidad and Tobago, and another one of the islands, and he's just like irrelevant, like not irrelevant, but he's just like it's it's arbitrary where you choose to draw the line. I agree, and and I I like I've really not that I'm like super reluctant to take one of those tests, but I first of all I'm deathly afraid of, of needles, and from list right. to listeners of this show who I've had many specials called Gross Out Pat, I am the most squeamish man in radio yeah. today. But but um, aside from from the um, blood test or whatever, uh, I just feel like you know as a gen- like when, if I can zoom out of the whole thing, like I'm just some white guy at the end of the day like if if i send out the test yeah. it's gonna it's gonna 90 percent sure it's gonna say oh eastern european uh, 
question mark mutt. Like, <laughs> that's what everybody says. You know, like, when I hear they take the test and, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe maybe we'll all do it. Maybe we'll all know and, and feel better. But people tell me I need to do that for my dog. And I'm like, you know. You can do a DNA test? Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I could just be happy that she's what? here. Do you know what your dog? I've seen, I've never met your dog, but I've seen pictures and I would say like, um, I don't know what that dog is. Yeah, it's like a, a hound? It's, no, yeah, it's like a, it's a mutt. It's a, it's also a mutt. I mean, it's a mixed mutt. It's a rescue dog. Bless her heart. We love her to death. Um, I could take um, a guess. You know what I started to do? I don't know where other shelters do this, but mm-hmm. a shelter near where I live in Brooklyn, um, you can just take the dogs for a walk during the day. Mm-hmm. And... They, I think, like, the idea is, obviously, to get the dogs, like, socialized and exercised, but also they're like, how did you get along with the dog? <laughs> you know, like, hoping yeah. that you're going to fall in love with a dog mm. and then be a dog owner. And you've done this? Yeah, I, I've done it a few times. I haven't, um, like, take... A, I'm, I can't really have a dog at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um because there's a court order against it? No. <laughs> <Because> like, <laughs> it's this legal thing. We're waiting for the papers to clear. Yeah. Dogs are actually allergic to me, so... There you go. Um, so I just go and, like, borrow... I guess you can just borrow a dog. You just put down your phone number, and then you can just, like, take a dog for a few hours. It's really nice. That's great. Yeah, and you just take them to the park. If you're with a friend... Oh, actually, no. I'm. I thought... For a second, I was like, if you're with a friend, they can take a dog too, but actually you have to just take them out one by one. Mm. I've seen these... It's like if two of them don't get along or something. Right, yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, I almost didn't get my dog because somebody else adopted her first and I was heartbroken, but then she didn't get along with the other dogs in that household, so they brought her back. What? And you had left your number there or something? And they were like, she's back, yeah, and I was like, oh my... And it was just meant to be. I was so happy. Wow! I know. But it wasn't like she was the one doing the bark, and my dog doesn't even bark. She's like the, usually the attacky. Like people just see her as an easy target, and uh, oh no, we're very similar actually. But uh, <laughs> people just oh come on, I've seen you barking at people. I know I have. It's um, <laughs> it's a problem, but uh, I need to use my words. So she was getting bullied in her like new home, and then yeah, they brought her back. The other yeah. dogs were just not having it, and they brought her back, mm. and I got I got Jub Jub. Which was kind of cool. That's her name. Yeah, little Jubby. Yeah, you guys have never really met, right? No, no. Her and I have a strictly social media relationship. That's all right. Yeah. She has a social media relationship with a lot of people. We we haven't done the 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 account just for her yet. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to become that guy. I t- already told myself. You know, I gotta set some boundaries. She seems to have like a slightly better life than I do. Like she seems to be like on the beach quite a lot and like smiling out windows. Yeah, which are like two things I haven't done in a really long time. I know. I need to get. uh, (laughs) I need to get that dog to the beach and myself to the beach. I haven't done that. I've had. I've been very bad at summer this this season. Haven't haven't had a good uh, summer yet. As far oh, as as far as trips well, going outside, things like that. It's not too late. It's literally it's the middle, like halfway through. Yeah, that's true. So you have to do your anniversary show, and then you can just like coast along in the warm glow of your anniversary show, and you can just like go crazy and go and get one of those like aluminum collars so that you can tan your face evenly. That's true. <laughs> what if I just 
<laughs> I mean, I that's the other thing. Because I have that sort of European uh, Spanish DNA, I don't mm-hmm. I don't burn. I actually I get more of like an olive nice tan pretty easily. Oh, so boastful. You know what? What's that? I would die. I would die after 25 minutes. You know, I actually wrote about this. I just wrote this article about, like, how I hate the summer and the sun. Oh, my God. And to, like, do research for the piece, I talked to, like, the the New York um, Parks and Rec Commissioner, Commissioner uh-huh. Silver, and he was, like, his whole job is, like, convince people that they need to love the summer. And he was like, go to the parks, go to the beaches. And I was like... Buddy, I'm not like I can't be outside and too pale, and like I'm not like active. And then he was like, "Oh, just go to the park and sit under a tree." I was like, "Okay, I can do that." That's a, a really fun thing to do. But they have like 50 SPF sunblock now, isn't that? Can't you just bathe in that and then go out? Yeah, yeah. Like have a kind of a dip of that at the front door where I just like. Yes. Somebody lowers me in, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, just be lowered with that with that backing up truck sound. Beep, <laughs> beep. Slowly Jeez, go down nice into the sunblock. Oh man! Well, where where can people find that article? Uh, New York Times. That's awesome. You can just, yeah. When yeah. did that come out? It it came out a couple of weeks ago. I wrote it. Oh, congratulations! The first really hot day. Because I was walking to the office and I was just like, oh my God, the summer's here. It's too late to work out. I was like, this is my body. <laughs> this is mm. my body for the summer. I was so mad and I hate it. And then I said to a guy um, like who works in the same like shared office space, I was like, this sun, like summer in the, in the city, it's like the worst. This is the worst thing about being white. Yeah. And he was like... And he's like a black guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I believe you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, there's, pl- like, I there's, bet that is. there's plenty like, of other perks, drunk. but sure, that's not a good <laughs> thing, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> yeah, but you have been uh, you've been writing um, a new book as well, right? Can yeah, we talk about that? Yeah, that's what I'm working on. So um, it's like a book of funny essays, and it's actually do. Soon in the next couple of weeks, but um, that's great. I don't know if I'll hit the deadline, but yeah, that's what I'm working on. It's You'll do it. Write. You'll do it. It's hard to it's hard to work on any deadline in the summer, but um, but I that that's wonderful. Uh, who's uh, who's putting that out? Penguin. Awesome. Congrats. Like an, a, a penguin. <laughs> a penguin's putting it out. Okay. <laughs> My it's being edited by a penguin, and yeah. Well, they publishers. Publicity by actual penguins. Whatever gets no. them off of the of that of that iceberg that's breaking in half. Oh, by, I know. By the day. I know. Um, that's crazy news. We have to rewrite maps. Uh, God, yeah, I know, I know. It's all happening. Do you ha- do you have a title for this book? No, I need to um, think of one. I need to think of one in the next um, month or so. That could be the topic for the rest of the show. Yeah. I'm I'm so I would love to hear ideas. I mean like I really like the name of like old James Kerber book. Mm-hmm. Like he's like my life and welcome to it. That's and, good. And uh, like just my use family that. and other circus animals and those kind of names I think are really funny, but I don't know. What's your favorite book title? My favorite book title? Oh, that's mm-hmm. tough. My favorite book title. 
Hmm. Is it like the book that your uncle wrote about stone fruit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, st- stone, stone fruit breeding, and so can you. Uh, no. Uh, a Bible. No. Um, I don't know. I the think Bible. The Bible. Yeah, that's so true. That doesn't even have a title. It's like the Bible. Same like the Quran. It's pretty good. I, I think they have like even subtitles. I have a list, though, on my phone somewhere. I think it's um, possible book titles if I ever write an, an autobiography. Um, oh, no, of course, I can't find it. So. Oh, so, I mean, would you go down the pun route? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, burn, baby, burn, like burning up the chart. Like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I probably wouldn't, but... Pat on the back, you know. Yeah, no, I, I think I'd stay away because both my names are are verbs. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I probably would wouldn't do that, but um, gosh, I thought I had. But maybe a, the publisher would want you to do that though, because. Oh man, you that know. wouldn't that be a oh I finally get a book deal and then <laughs> here's the catch you have to live with this I'd be like no yeah. So, okay. Would you be on the cover of your own book or not? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I think, like, if it was... Well, I thought about writing a book called Professional Name Dropping, uh, <laughs> How to Not Make It in Show Business by Pat Byrne. Uh, where, <laughs> see, if you're laughing, it might work. That's a, not a bad title. Um, but it's just my, my mishaps and things in, in show business. And then, so, like, that would have a picture of me, but it would be, it would be like, one, one of my feet would be bent in half and, and breaking into sticking it in a door and I'd be like I'd be like crumpled uh, up and down in the in the corner like you'd see my face but it'd be mostly yeah. it'd be mostly like an ominous door and people's eyes inside but otherwise black you know and you just you only see like cartoon eyeballs and then there's yeah. me at the bottom and my other the rest of my body is like in a gutter like crumpled up and, oh and it's um anyway I I <laughs> It's so yeah. Perhaps I mean, I've that said too like much. A graphic but, novel or something. Right, right. It could be a graphic Very novel too. Evocative. But you also have a book called "Off You Go, Away You Go." Yeah, and well, you off see, you go. away from home and thing, loving it. Away from home and loving it. Sort like, of. That was my last book, and you know, "Off You Go" is like a thing that we say, and I—I I mean, it's a thing everybody says. I guess, like, "Off You Go." Um, and then, but then the publisher was like, "And we need a line to like explain what that means." And I was like, do we though? Mm. They're like, yeah. So I think often with books, and maybe this is like a bit like inside baseball, um, but like I do think that it's all by consensus. So like it just turns into like something kind of long and not that good. Right. But I don't know. I, I think it's funny. Uh, the, the, you full, the full Yeah. The full title is Off You Go, Away From Home and Loving It, sort of. That's funny. And it does explain it's it. It's so long. Yeah, it's long, but you know, it's it's a subtitle, I guess. I think of it as "Off You Go." That's the title. Yeah. You know, I consider that the title, and then everything else is just kind of like book jacket design, sort of. <laughs> but. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I told you the idea for my new cover, but it's like me mm-hmm. one foot in a door, and there's all these cartoon eyeballs in the. Do- <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's Mae Higgins. She's uh, we're losing the connection, and she's. <laughs> oh, Maeve. We're, we're so sorry you couldn't join us next week. 
I thought you were going away. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought you were actually away already. But I, I didn't think to tell you. I was supposed to leave next week oh. to go back to Ireland, and then my date got changed to the week after. So I'm leaving on the 26th now, and will be free next week, but it's cool that you've got, like, a, a um, bomb line-up. I want, yeah, but we wanted Maeve. We wanted the Maeve karaoke. What would you have sang next week? The Maeve show. show. Oh, well, you know, nothing compared to you is usually my go-to. Mm-hmm. Snade O'Connor. Oh, I thought you were saying my voice. I thought you were, you were personally <laughs> saying, I was like, well, go on, go on. But, you weren't even, like, disagreeing. You're like, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I do like this thing where I turn around and then, um, at the point in the video where she has tears, I splash water on my face. Oh, my, that, that would have been great. Like, people off. All right. Are, are you booked next Saturday? Can we not make it happen? <laughs> How can we make this happen? For, it's, it's, Wait, what are have, you doing? What, do we you have, know it's a surprise? What song you're going to do? We have seven days. How can we make it happen? Um, uh-huh. I could tell you what I'm doing. I'll tell you off air, though. I want to I keep the okay. listeners in suspense. Well, it's not going to be a French Montana number because you don't do trap. That's true. But I, I could learn how to embrace <laughs> trap. Um, my whole um, life's a trap. It's sold out. Did I hear you saying that already? What's that? Did you say it's sold out? It's not sold out. Um, oh, the Karaoke All Night, Prove It All Night, three-year anniversary show is live from Montgomery Hall next weekend, next Saturday. And the guests we have are Aiku Famadu, Patty Harrison, Mary Houlihan, Jason Gore, Chris and Barlett, Robert Dean, Micah Brucey, and more. I should have put the echo on. That's a great lineup. It is good. I mean, hey, it could use a little Mave. It could always use a little Mave. But next time, I guess. Or yeah. we'll find a way to do it somehow. We got oh, seven wait, days. Oh, you're going to keep doing the show next winter, right? I, hey, anything could happen. You never know. I apply for this show. I could get. I could be uh, in the garbage on the next application. The <laughs> Who knows? Anything could happen. I would love to keep well, doing the show. I don't know if like now is a good time to tell you, but I've also applied for a Saturday night show on WFMU, and it's oh called Maze It All Night. That would be... I, I support it. I, <laughs> that means I could take a rest... <laughs> And and I could be at, I could be at a at an ocean right now or a beach <laughs> or both because they they're usually yeah. together. Yeah. That'd be that. Where's your Where's your go to beach? Oh man, I mean, Mindy and I will just go wherever is fast. You know, like can we yeah. just get in the car and get to it in like an hour? That'd be great. So like usually, if we take the whole weekend, we'll go kind of south in New Jersey. But there's also nice beaches, um, like in. Even Brooklyn, even, and, you know, like... Uh, yeah, totally. I feel like Mindy tweeted a while ago, like, I love New York because you can get the subway to the beach. The subway to the beach. We, yeah, th- that was the day we did Coney Island, so that was cool. And then I was like, hmm, as, as you know now, mm-hmm. my, the beach is my nightmare. Right. And also the subway is my nightmare. So it's kind of like, ah. okay, okay, Mindy, we right. need to discuss this. <laughs> but I didn't want to, like do that on Twitter. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, usually we will go, we're, we'll come to this faraway land, New Jersey, and we'll get in the car and drive to like Asbury Park or or, yeah. um, or Sandy Hook, which is only like an hour, which is fun, and that's where the dog runs around until the uh, state troopers come. Oh, is that a dog beat? It's not really. We, we try to do it until people yell at us, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission sometimes in the state of New Jersey. Yeah. But I digest stone fruit, <laughs> mostly stone fruit. I also want to mention you host a show 
which happened last night, in fact. It's called I'm New Here with John mm-hmm. Ronson. And that happens kind of monthly, right? Or if, uh, if not every other month? How often would you yeah, say? Yeah, we had to. So our venue is Union Hall in sure. Brooklyn. Which, which is back. It, it's back. Yes. Yeah. We had to stop doing the show for a few months because there was a fire and there was just some damage um, to the building. So we stopped doing it. But, like, yeah, it's back now. And Union Hall is reopened and everyone's delighted. And it looks really good. And so, yeah, we did the show last night. Yeah. Or no, was it last night? Yeah. No. Thursday? Yeah. Uh, I think it was... Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm thinking that today's the 14th. It was the 13th. You're right. Right. Yes. It's all a blur hmm. to me, but days, <laughs> you know, so time, is, uh, and journal... No one can keep track of and, what's happening. And you're doing a, set, a series of shows in L.A. in October called Work It 2017. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. That's um, actually like a podcast festival oh, um, cool. for a few days. So um, it's for women podcasters and like women who want to learn how to podcast okay and um it's like wnyc produced this festival mm-hmm. to like support women in in radio and in podcasting that's great so it's my first year doing it but i think it sounds like a good festival just because um like women more women uh, need to be in that business like we're underrepresented there so that's what they're trying to do, I think. Unless I go to the conference and it turns out they're just trying to talk us out of it. Well, for, for listeners in L.A., it's called Work of 2017. It's October 3rd through the 5th. Maeve Higgins will be there, host mm-hmm. of Maeve in America. Maveinamerica.com is where you can find that podcast and also iTunes and wherever good podcasts are downloaded. And mm-hmm. you're working on a book, which needs a title, which we will workshop on this show. <laughs> You. And uh, you've been such a delight and, a, and such a treat to have on throughout the three years we've been doing this. Any, not to put you on a spot, any any memories that, that you have that you liked from the show? Oh, yeah. Um, when I came out and did one of your shows, like the live shows with the audience. Yeah. Um, who was it? It was like Jay D'Amato. Jay D'Amato. Sure. Oh, and the dog thing that they did. <laughs> And him and some other guys did this Sam like, sketch yes. with a real dog. Right. Sam Taggart. And it was so funny and, like, so bonkers. And, yeah, I really loved that. And, like, I also brought some of my friends from Ireland, and they were like, what is this? I remember that now. Yeah, and that's, and that's when I met you. That was the first time you were on the show. Oh, was it? Oh, I think so. <laughs> it was super fun. Yeah, I love your show. Thank it's you. great. I hope you keep doing it. Hey, I appreciate that. That means the world to me. And uh, we have we have seven days to try to convince you to do Sinead O'Connor um, on the karaoke all night show. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna suggest it to the band. If they're up for it, Thanks, I will write you an email back. Uh, MaveHiggins.com. Your book is off you go away from home and loving it sort of. And your new book is on, well, will be on Penguin, not on yeah. Penguin, released by Penguin. And the title is to be announced. Yes. All right, Maeve. Well, you're a delight, and we hope to see you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you, mate. Bye. Adios. Folks, David Byrne is here. I'm not making that up. My name is Pat Byrne. Not many people know this, but my uncle is David Byrne. Do you guys know that? No, I'm serious. Uh, Uncle Dave, do you want to come up for a second? All right. Um, This is my uncle, David Byrne. Just grab that name for the mic. 
Come on up. Um, he is not the singer of Talking Heads. Definitely not. But, um, but you have the same... Someone just shouted, you're adorable. She's right. But wait, uh, you have the same name as popular rock musician David Byrne. That's true, right? Uh, very definitely. But, but I, I work at Texas A&M, so I'm a little different. Professor. And you're a, stone, you're a stone fruit breeder and professor, is that right? I, I breed roses, too. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, David Byrne, play him out for us. And you may ask yourself, was Pat telling the truth? He was. It's just a guy with a different name. Wasn't that cool? David Byrne, my uncle, everybody. Thanks for listening to Prove It Show, everyone. Please subscribe in iTunes if you haven't already, and give us a nice review and rating. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Prove It Show, Facebook.com slash Prove It All Night Show, or follow my personal Twitter at 1-800-PAT-BURNE. Our theme song was recorded by the All Night Tears, the Prove It All Night house band. My name is Pat Byrne. You're the podcast listening public, and we just proved it all night. I'll see you next time, and thanks for listening. So long.